Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Perley. Good morning. What's going on? Ready to go, Jay. We got a what lot are you to talk pointing about. over here? You got something I, I going on? I thought you on, had your headset messed up and oh, the wire man. was wrapped around. Who needs a headset, man? Pearl, we've been doing somewhere between 42 and 120 shows. By well, no life jackets here. No uh, seatbelts <laughs> in this show. Well, we formatted uh, the show like around the golf, and the first segment is called the On the Range segment. It's brought to you by our friends at Pro-Am Golf. You need anything, go see Tom DeGrand over at Pro-Am Golf. They are terrific. Our social media outlets, Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing Golf. LinkedIn is Jay Delsing and Instagram is way out there. Okay, let's just jump right in. The high-level look at our show today is when we, I, I detest recaps, but we got to talk about PGA Championship. Yeah, but we talk about recaps differently. We're yeah. not going to sit there and go right. shot by shot and right. analyze how many fairways and greens right. they hit. Let me thank um, Bob and Kathy Donahue for their painting and uh, refinishing company. Guys, 314-805-2132. Call Bob and Kathy. They will hook you up and make your home beautiful. So there's a new star on the PGA Tour, Pearl. Colin Morikawa. Remember that name. But that's not the, his first showing by any stretch, although no. it was awesome. But he's, no. he's been showing himself uh, very well as of the last year. Well, how about this? Since the restart at Colonial, loses in a playoff there. Wins a couple weeks later down at the Workday Charity Open, and now wins his first major championship. How's this company that he's in? Four people have won a PGA championship by the time they're 23. Jack, Tiger, Rory. And Colin. Is he yeah. going to be known by a first-name basis over there? Like Anyway, that's... Plus, he's been, you know, in these situations, not just the PGA, before the PGA, who did he uh, take on head-to-head head head, uh, when he won at... Uh, Jack's, uh, oh, he, t- he knocked off Justin Thomas. Yeah, just, After Thomas makes a 50-footer on the first playoff hole, Morikawa holds one from 28 feet to keep it going. Unbelievable. One, one player in the world, he, he faces him down. Yep. The guy is uh, he's absolutely nails. It was awesome. Yep. How about uh, too cold for Tiger, I'm saying? Too cold. Weather's too cold for Tiger up there. Well, it, it's not going to be conducive for his yeah. back and his body. No you way. and I can attest to that. Actually, you can attest to that. I kind of like the cold. Yeah, I'm I'm out for the cold. And how about the low? How about the how about the way Morikawa played on the weekend? Sixty-five, sixty-four, lowest thirty-six hole weekend in the history of the PGA Championship. Um, but that's par seventy. I just let's go over something for a second. Yeah. That's par seventy. So if it's par seventy-two, they're still saying the lowest rounds and that kind of stuff. It's it's not the most under, right? It's it's the lowest number. They just said, yeah, I did not actually check uh, under pars because some they'll. they'll They'll have courses that are par 71, par 72. So I'm not, I don't, yeah. it was spectacular. Let's yeah. just put it that way. By the way, you and I talked about this. Yep. How many times did we pass that golf course and never even think to go drive in it and take no. a look at that? No, kind of we stuff. talked about it. I'm like, keep on going. It was it, it's very much public, yep. which is absolutely fine. Yep. But they've changed it so much since we were around that area. Yep. Cut so many trees down, clean it up. I'm sure moved a couple of tees around and that kind of thing. It's been a classic golf course in the area and had. Unbelievable amateur events through for many many years, and I suppose a p- couple of pro tournaments once in a while. Yep. But man, did it ever look good on TV? Oh, beautiful! Just, they cut a lot of trees out, pro, from the times we were uh, plowing around through there, and uh, just gorgeous. And just uh, hats off 
to Kerry Haig and the setup staff yeah. at the PGA Championship for the way they set the course up on the weekend. Just a terrific way to finish They, they made it fun, and you had called me or texted me that morning going, like, wait till you see how this thing's driving par fours, all of a sudden a short par three instead of a, a killer par three. Making the guys cut corners if they really want to. Yeah, I thought it. I thought they said, "Hey, let's let's have this be a lot of fun and let's see some fireworks." And they they pretty much pulled it off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Morikawa is one of the few guys on tour that got his card without going through the qualifying school. He came out last year and got his card in five events. That's tough. That's really tough. Yeah, and he also has the longest made cut streak. Of any first-year player, he made 22 cuts in a row, only to be outdone by Tigre. Yes, sir. Tigre. Yep. Yep. So um, what's one or the other? You want, you want to stick on more cow or can we go to another subject? No, no, we could do just one other thing. J.J. Jackarek, his caddy, is a really great dude. Won the NCAA championship not once but twice, Division Two Chico State. Just a little oh, fun fact to know and tell. You Remember know, when we were hanging out? We talk about this once in a while. There's so many caddies out there that are great players not just like pretty good they can play around right. the club these are guys that kind of on a national stage uh showed themselves very well yeah the thing yep. i want to talk about is yep. the uh the game or the the attempted gamesmanship of uh of our buddies uh out there uh thinking that they were gonna uh, play with dustin johnson's head and i think of Bro- all I think, players i think brooks i think brooks there's so much i like about him but i wish i wish this about all sports by the way just play your sport yeah don't need to get into politics or other things or or business things or just go play. The, the beautiful thing about golf is if you shoot lower than everybody else, you, you need to say one thing. You get to win. Right. So here's what happened. Kepka says after grinding out a one under par, two shots off the lead after after Saturday. Saturday's round, which was awesome. Which is awesome. He, he played his Great ass off. Great birdie on the last he played hole. his so, ass so off. So to his defense, he was pretty jacked up at that point because right. that was he's thinking that's the birdie that's going to stem the tide. Right. So he's two back of of DJ and he gets in there and he starts ta- he tosses out this grenade that says. I'm the one to beat. I'm in a perfect well, position. Well, these guys have won something I've, like that, except, I've, of course, DJ, like well, a time but, or two. But he's only won once, meaning one major, which is just so interesting. But of, <laughs> all, the players, of all the players, DJ, yeah. like anything's going to get into that head? No. No. He is just there to play. And what's interesting, what I loved, is that Rory came to his defense and was like, man, I just don't see it. We just don't do that in golf. Yeah. We just don't play that kind of game in golf, which I would much prefer he didn't say anything like that. But it's said it can't be taken back. But there's gamesmanship out there. Oh, wait, it's it's on while you're playing, but it's not played out through the media. Okay, gotcha. I don't think. Gotcha. Anyway, so Roy says, and it's so weird because you're trying to do that to a guy who, oh, yes, he's only won one major, but he's also won uh, three times as many tournaments as you have, Brooks. DJ's got 21, you got seven. Anyway, I thought it was mediocre to poor form, as they say. Yeah. And I don't think it's good for him. I think he's awesome, and I wish he would just play golf and stop with some of the side yep. antics. Yep, yep. Well, um, you know what, guys? That's going to wrap up the On the Range segment. But here's what we got coming for the rest of the show. Great interview with Jim Holcreef, a Walker Cup star player. He got to captain the team twice. He played on the Champions Tour a little bit. He's a St. Louis Hall of Famer. We also have to talk about the fact, and we'll, we're going to talk about this in the, the ultra 19th hole, the ACC tournament, 
the Ascension Charity Classic tournament was postponed for 2020. Yeah, really sucks. That's a bummer. All right, but don't go, don't go anywhere. Blah, don't go anywhere. We got Jim Holcreve coming up on the front nine. This is golf with Jay Delson. Are your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, hit to TeamUltra.com for a chance to score awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 21 plus. See official rules at TeamUltra.com. Message to data rates may apply. Always work prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra, like your St. Louis, Missouri. Are you tired of forking out the big money, all those dollars on golf balls? Well, we finally have an option for you. Let us introduce you to Sniper Brand Golf Balls. This brand new product is a Serlin covered ball that is just great to play. It's long off the driver, it's accurate with the irons, and importantly, it's soft around the green. And you know what the best part is? It's just $23.99 for a dozen. That's right, $23.99, and a portion of every sale goes back to a military or law enforcement agency. Find Sniper Brand online at thesniperbrand.com. Plus, you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and check out their entire line of golf products on their website, thesniperbrand.com. And don't forget to check out the Sniper Brand logo. You're going to love it. Have you met your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach? He proudly serves families and businesses in the St. Louis City, St. Louis County, and the entire metropolitan area, and is ready to review your existing policies to provide a no-obligation quote today. Call Ed Fogelbach at the Fogelbach Agency, 314-398-0101, or stop in today and get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314 398 Zero one zero one. We are farmers. Bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. This is a subject that most people don't want to talk about, but many find themselves facing. Their marriage is ending and they need to find a good lawyer at the most difficult time in their life. Or maybe you're like me, divorced for almost 15 years, but you're still wrestling with hassles, maintenance, and other hard-to-figure-out issues. Do yourself a favor and call 314-788-3030. That's the law office of my buddy and attorney, Henry Miller. I was living under the burden of unfair maintenance and a few other things that could only be settled in the courtroom. My only regret is that I didn't use Henry years ago. He is first and foremost smart and hardworking. But what was really important to me is that he listened. He's also fair and extremely honest. We had an odd issue arise where I had paid for something that was not allowed to be used in our case. After one call and an email, it was settled and that charge was removed. Do yourself a favor and call Henry Miller. He is the man you can trust when you need him the most. You can also reach him at grantmillersmith.com. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Got Pearly with me, and we are in the ESPN studios, and Brad Barnes. How does he do it, Jen? 
I don't know, but he does it every day. Yeah, he does. Way to go, Meet. Thank you for doing this. Um, we are headed to the front nine, uh, sponsored by the Ascension Charity Classic. We're going to get to that in our ultra 19th hole and talk about the fact that it was postponed. Not before, though, we talk and thank Whitmore Country Club for sponsoring the show again. Folks, if you're looking for a cool place to hang out, maybe you don't even want to play golf all the time. you got tennis, a great pool facility. They've got uh, a, a workout uh, gym, 24-hour fitness. Um, go check out Whitmore Country Club. They are fantastic. Things are going really well at Whitmore. They're safely going about their business. Um there's no food or beverage minimums at Whitmore. They have a family-friendly atmosphere. Um, the, the golf shop where Bummer and our, our buddy Bummer is hanging out. Uh, they run golf league, skins games, members tournaments, couples events all year round. There's a kids club in the main clubhouse. You can drop your children off and go have a cocktail or go play golf or tennis. And with the membership, you have access to 90 holes. So you have the 36 at Whitmore, you have Missouri Bluffs, Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. No cart fees, no nothing. Call Bill Brungart, 636-926-9622. All right, John, let's just go right to the Jim Holgrieve interview. Is it his time? Yes! There it is! Can you believe it? Jim Holgrieve is brought to you by Golden Tee. You've had just a phenomenal, phenomenal career. Mostly the stuff uh, on the amateur side, and I know that is really near and dear to your heart, but you also turned pro and played the Champions Tour and had some really great finishes, almost won an event on the Champions Tour. But what one of the things, I, there's clearly things that stick out. 1981, you won the inaugural U.S. Mid-Am event at Bell Reef. In 83, you were the runner-up in the British Amateur in 1980, you made it to the semifinals of the U.S. Amateur. Um, but what I want, what often gets overlooked, and you had a phenomenal Walker Cup career. You played on three winning teams, 79, 81, 83. Then you got to captain these young guys in 2011, and then right back at them again in 2013, which is <clears throat> such an honor, such an honor. People don't even know about this. But one of the things that I want to start our conversation off with is, you spent time and served our country in the Air Force, which thank you for your service. But you know what? That has affected you and how you see the game and how you'd like to make additional influences on some of the young kids, doesn't it? Well, Jay, you're very, very kind. There's no question that golf has been really, really good to me. And I'm, I'm glad I made a decision back when I had to, to in, in high school that you could only play one spring sport, and uh, I decided to play golf versus baseball or tennis. And um, it's 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 been such a great game. Uh, I've been able to, I've been able to do such great things, and uh, to play to serve my country and play for my country and represent my country. Um, it's been uh, very, very special for me. And uh, so that's why I've gotten really passionate about um, Walker Cup and the young men that I had a chance to be a captain for, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and Max Homa. Um, they've gone on to be obviously be successful. Um, Jordan Spieth was the most mature young man I ever met back in that day. Uh, and I, I just... 
I'm just hopeful that when, as I went out and talked at amateur tournaments, trying to talk to players and tell them the importance of trying to play on a Walker Cup team and, and have an opportunity to play for their country, it, it is their responsibility to go do that. And um, I always told them, I said, if you're that good, if you are that good a player, you can go play for your country and then you can turn pro and, and go do what you want to do. But it's your obligation. It's your responsibility. I always said there's no greater honor. There's no greater honor in any sport than to play for your country. And if you've got that chance to do that, you, you, you need to do that. Uh, I get worried, uh, along with the other living captains, um, we get worried that with what's going on with the money, obviously these young guys see what Jordan Spieth has done and what Justin Thomas has done, um, that perhaps the money is going to overshadow uh, playing for their country. And so I get worried about it. And so we're trying to, you know, we're trying to talk with the USGA and trying to have communication with the PGA and um, trying to have more conversation with the amateurs and the amateur events and the colleges coaches and just trying to make sure that they understand and uh, we'll see we'll see how we get along with it. But uh, I have a concern. I have a concern that Walker Cup is you know it was my greatest honor and um, if somebody if you're one of the top ten players, well I say top ten. I, I was fortunate because I wasn't a top ten, but. Um, uh, I made the team because a couple other guys turned pro, and then I think the second, the second and third team I made, I did earn my way on. Um, so <clears throat> I just hope that these uh, young guys, uh, along with their parents, uh, understand an obligation to their country. So, boy, Jim, you know, I, I look at that, uh, the, how times have changed, right? Because. I always wanted to play on the PGA Tour, but I always wanted to to play on a Walker Cup team. And had I played well enough to to earn my way on onto a Walker Cup team, there's no way in hell I would have missed that opportunity. But we also the PGA Tour was alluring, but we didn't play for the money back then. Well, it's 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 um, ironic you say it because I I went on the Senior Tour. I was 52 years old, and that's because things in my business had changed. Um, I was in the steel business and foundry business and molded rubber business, um, and the manufacturers and the customers that I called on were were starting to buy in China, and things were changing. And I didn't have a college degree. I mean, I went in the Air Force uh, after <laughs> – after about a year of college, actually two years, and um, my draft number was was pretty low, so I would have I would have ended up going to Vietnam, and I probably would have never made it home, or I would have lost a limb, and I would never been able to play golf again. So I kind of took the coward way out, and I went in the Air Force, which I, people say, well, that's not being being a coward. And I said, well, you know, but but going in the Air Force is the greatest thing I did because I learned about the respect and humility because I was a I was a punk kid back in the day, so. I learned good things and uh, came back, went to work for my dad. But as things changed, I didn't know what I was going to do. So I said, well, I'll just go play golf. Because when I played golf with Fred Couples and Scott Hoke and, uh, you, know, all, you know, Davis Love, all those guys back then, I said, yeah, if I go play golf every day, I'll, I'll win a bunch of money too. 
So I, uh, I thought that that's what I would do. Well, the good Lord said, that's not the way it's going to be, Jim. And um, I learned more humility. And, hey, no question, uh, playing golf every day is pretty cool. Um, getting money, getting some money to do that is pretty cool. Getting a chance to play, uh, meet Mr. Palmer and Mr. Nicholas and meet other great players and meet uh, fans around the country and volunteers who make it possible for the tours to even exist. Um, meeting new people or making new friends around the country. Um, that, that was special, but only going out there for the money was my big mistake. And, um, after about four and a half years, I learned my lesson and I said, I'm, I'm coming back. And, uh, Thank goodness I did because that gave me the opportunity to be a captain. I would have never been a captain, and um, so I made the right decision. So, Jim, when you made that decision to go on the Champions Tour, and you 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 know just talked about the money, how did it change you, and how did it change the game that you played? Well, I. Uh, Jay, I practiced a lot. I hit a lot of balls. When I grew up at Westbrook Country Club, you know, we had a small range. We didn't have a big range. But I, I practiced an awful lot. And when I was on tour, I practiced even more. Um, I probably hit, you know, I know Kite, he hit a lot, he hit a lot of balls, but I hit as many as he did. But um, And I think I kind of wore myself out. I, I, I would always, I mean, I got 36 sponsor exemptions, Jay, the, 121 events I played in, and um, of those of those sponsor exemptions, I um, I was so grateful. But I volunteered. I volunteered for the Monday uh, outing that we did. I volunteered to play in both programs on Tuesday and Wednesday. I asked the tournament director, "What else can I do?" Uh, I would go to the. Sometimes they would have uh, volunteer parties on Friday night. Uh, or Saturday, and I would go to those just to say thank you to the volunteers who made it possible for me to be there. So um, I, I think if I was going to do something differently, I would have probably, uh, I, first of all, I probably would have tried to have more fun instead of having it so serious because it was all about the money. And instead of going out there and trying to relax, um, uh, you know, I just wish that maybe I had, had taken a little different approach to it. Um, the approach of thanking the volunteers and volunteering and, and to try to help the tournament directors, I would always do that. I'm a, I, I mean, I was in sales all my life, and uh, I, I wanted to thank it. I wanted to thank the people who made it possible for me to be there. So I would always do that. But when I got on the golf course, uh, I would have tried to have more fun and. Um, Hey, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm very fortunate, and while I'm jealous still of people winning golf tournaments and I'm not playing that well anymore, uh, golf has been so good to me. I mean, I would have never, I would have never met, and <laughs> he actually called me a friend, the President of the United States, President Bush. I mean, I, I, it's just, you know, our, our game is just, it's just unbelievable, and, uh, you know, all the, all these major um, athletes who play in all these other sports, they all come, they all come to our game. They, they love playing our game. So um, it, it's, it's been special for sure. Well, you know, Jim, <clears throat> excuse me, recently I had Kay Cockrell on, and Kay is a UCLA Bruin and does a great job on the Golf Channel. 
And she talked about the difference when she turned pro, where all of a sudden the fun was sucked out of the building. It was like there was all this pressure and Mm -hmm. she lost that ability to relate to the game the way she used to when she was more successful. And I think I can definitely relate to that when times were tough and I was putting pressure on myself to make cuts. It sounds like that's similar to what you're saying here. No, that's exactly. I mean, Jay, you know, I went to six Q schools and um, I I gained in two of them, I gained uh, secondary exemption. I mean, back then, uh, if you made the top 16, you got second, you know, you got conditional exemption. If you're in the top eight, you got full exemption. I never made top eight. And uh, so all that pressure, and then, you, you know, you get in the top, when you go play, obviously at the senior, we didn't have a cut, but, you know, you had to get in the top 48 for, you know, your retirement and all these other things. And so, you know, my caddy would tell me, hey, let, let's, let's go for this green and two. Come on, let's go for this. Ah, no, no, no. You know, let's if we hit in the water, you can't do that. You got to go, and uh, I just put too much pressure on myself about the money. And uh, you know, it's funny you say I came in second that one time, and and yeah, and it was ironic because my mother had passed away the, the day before, and I called my dad to say, uh, "Mom passed away last night." Yeah, how do you know that? I said, "Well." Dad, I don't know. I just did she? And he said, "Yeah." I said, "I'm coming home." He said, "No, you're you're doing well in this tournament. She'd want you to finish." So I thought about her the whole way around. Um, and when I walked from 17, 17 green to eighteen t, I looked at the leaderboard and I was like tied for second. And um, all I thought about. I've been thinking about her. Well, now I get on the 18th tee. I hit a good tee ball, but now I think I got to make birdie. You know, I could win, and then I, you know, I get a I win a bunch of money, and then I get exempt status. You know, I kept thinking about everything. Well, I was lucky. It was a par five. I was lucky to make a five. I made up about 25 footer from par, and Bruce Fleischer birdied 17, 18 to beat me by a shot. But see when see how when you think about other things and. Um, and then all of a sudden you put that pressure back on you. Um, so, <laughs> you know, you've been there. I'm not saying to you, Pard, you know it. That's going to wrap up the front nine and the first half of the Jim Holcreve interview. Don't go anywhere. We've got the rest of that interview on the back nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Are your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, hit TeamUltra.com for a chance to score awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 21 plus. See official rules at TeamUltra.com. Message daily and apply. Always be prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra like your singles, Missouri. Are you in the market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes. Is this the year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro-Am Golf today. Pro-Am Golf has all the latest gear from all the major manufacturers. Call Steve today at 314-781-7775 and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the game for over 50 years, so you take that knowledge along with their state-of-the-art equipment, and boom, your game will get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. In these extremely trying times, 
The management team at Marcone would like to give a shout-out to our 500-plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric Appliance Parts in North America, based in St. Louis, Missouri. I want to thank the tremendous teamwork of Marcone Purchasing Manager Nicole Earl and GE District Manager Karen Lindquist, who ensure that Marcone Appliance Parts has your GE parts for your home. Thank you so much. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. Okay, so you and your family are looking to join a country club. Well, I need to recommend to you Whitmore Country Club. They've got 90 holes of golf in the membership out there. You have access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, the Golf Club of Wentzville, and all the cart fees are already included in your membership. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. My friend Bummer in the golf shop is a phenomenal guy. You've got to go out and check him out. He and the staff out there run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events, available all year round. There's a kids club in the main clubhouse, and they have a huge fitness center. There's three tennis courts if you're not into golf, a gigantic pool for you and your family to use. Year-round social calendar is spectacular. There's holiday parties, picnics, date nights, always have live music, and much, much more. If you're looking for a family friendly, safe place to hang out, you got to check out Whitmore Country Club. Call them at 636-926-9622. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Welcome back to the Back Nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Uh, I'm Jay. I got Pearly sitting next to me. And the back nine is brought to you by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. Let's go right into the second half of the Jim Holcreve interview. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. There it is. A win for the ages. Oh, Jack. That was a great putt. The Jack finishing off. And what a day it's been for him. A round of 65. Jim Holtgrieve is brought to you by Golden Tee. I look at your record, 42 USGA championships. Really? But that is, what an accomplishment that is, just in itself. And you also, I got to throw this in there too, because you're a humble guy and you underscore all this stuff. You played in five Masters tournaments and made the cut three times as an amateur. You had some success there, so we got to hear about some Masters stories too. (laughs) Well, uh, I was very fortunate. You know, obviously, playing in those USGA events, um, you know, as as a Walker Cupper, 
and as a semifinalist, like you said, in the U.S. Amateur, you get some exemptions. So it's not like I qualified for all 42 USGA events. I qualified for a lot of them, no question. Um, but playing in 42, yeah, that's uh, I always get jealous a little bit of Bai Marucci because he's played over 50. Jay Sigel, I can't imagine how many he's played in, but um, uh, it's 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 certainly a nice nice carrot to have. But you know, I guess one of the greatest stories I have about Augusta and, and playing the Masters, um, I got a chance to play in the, in the 80 Masters, and uh, you know, when you get your invitation at Christmas time, you get to go down to Augusta anytime you want until the tournament time. You can play every day if you want. Uh, I didn't do that, but. When you get a chance to go to Augusta, I went, you know, one weekend uh, in January, two weekends in February, two weekends in March, played with a friend of mine, Doug Fisher, we played and uh, got a chance to know uh, all the guys down there. And uh, we, uh, we we just had a, a lot of fun and, and I made the cut and uh, my first year. And so the, the main guys there said, well, um, you know, look forward to having you come back. If you can come back, well, I made, you know, and the reason I got into the 80 Masters because I made the 79 Walker Cup team. Mr. Jones, it was his dream to have an amateur win the uh, win the Masters. And so that's why he invited the United States Walker Cup team and the world amateur teams to play in the Masters. So that's how I made my first Masters in 80. He was going to play 79 Walker Cup, and then I made the 80 World Team, so I got to play in the 81 Masters, and then 81 Masters, or 81 Walker Cup, and then 82. So I went on that way for, for five years. So, but my second year, um, I get asked on Tuesday, um, would you like to play with Mr. Palmer on Thursday? <laughs> I go, you got to be kidding me. And they said, no, we're, you know, we, we've watched you, we know who you are. You, you respect the game. You you you're you're a gentleman, and we're going to put you with Mr. Palmer. And back then, we only played twosomes, and so I get paired with Mr. Palmer on uh, <laughs> on uh, Thursday of the Masters in 1981, and um, it, it was just an unbelievable day for me. And uh, he was so kind to me. Um, the stories I have would probably take too long here, Jay Bird, but one of the stories is that. Back then, I don't know if you knew, but back then I hit a one iron and I could hit a one iron a forever. Forever, <laughs> you could smash it. A hell yes, I knew it was legendary around town. <laughs> so I could hit it a long way, and I had the confidence in it, and uh, it, it was just thank goodness I had that club because I wouldn't have beat anybody. But so we get to the 18th tee, and I'm two under par. I'm playing with Arnold Palmer, my the my king, golf idol, obviously my. My father was um, was my idol, but um, he's my golf idol. So we get on 18 tee, and I hit a I hit an eight, one iron about 280 yards right down the middle of the fairway. And he, as we're walking off the tee, he pulls that thing out of my bag and he says, "Jim, what the heck is this thing?" And um, I said, "Mr. Palmer," I said, uh, "I'm playing with my my golf idol." I said, I'm two under par. I'm playing the Masters. I'm a steel salesman. My adrenaline's flowing. Uh, I'm sorry, sir, but, it, you know, <laughs> you just got me pumped up. He was so kind to me. Let me just finish this story because um, when we were walking up, obviously up 18, you, you leave Mr. Palmer, let him walk 
ahead because the crowd just, uh, you know, obviously they just love Mr. Palmer. So we walk out of the scoring tent, or we're in a scoring tent, and I said, Mr. Palmer, would you mind meeting my parents? My parents would love to meet you. He said, absolutely, Jim. Well, I walk out of the scoring tent, and the, uh, the police from the media grab me and take me to the media tent, and I'm in there for an hour and a half. And um, oh talking about, you know, who are you, Jim? And, you know, you're an amateur and you just play with Mr. Palmer and you're, you know, you're tied for second in the Masters. You know, I was, I was 200 par. I think the leader was 400, 500. I don't know, but I was close. And uh, so I come out of the media tent. I come back in the locker room. Mr. Palmer's coming down from the champion's locker room upstairs. And he said, Jim, I thought you wanted me to meet your parents. I said, well, Mr. Palmer, I certainly did. But I said, my, I'm sorry, the media took me. And I was in the media tent for an hour and a half talking about playing with you. He said, Jim, 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 calm down. I know. I've been there before. <laughs> so, so he said, I'll meet, your par- I'll meet your parents tomorrow morning. I'll meet your parents tomorrow morning. And um, sure enough, I pulled in the next morning, Friday morning, and there's Mr. Palmer to meet my parents. I mean, the, the man was just unbelievable and it's probably one of the greatest rounds I've ever had in my life. So, um, you know, Jim, what did he shoot that day? He shot 76, 76. Okay. I've had the opportunity to play with him three times and just, Oh my gosh. I, I felt like I was amongst royalty. I walked to that first tee and I almost felt like I needed a genuflector bow. <laughs> Well, you were with royalty, and as you, as you, I, uh, in 2016, 2016, yeah, 2016, when I went to the Masters, he was sitting, um, in the, in the umbrella area, uh, outside the clubhouse, and I went up to him, and he got, he started to get up. I said, please, Mr. Palmer, don't get up. I knelt down, and, uh, I said, Mr. Palmer, it's such an honor. How are you doing? When I walked away, I introduced him to a friend of mine, Bob Barrett. When I walked away, I said, we'll, we won't see him anymore. And, of course, he passed that September. But I uh, I had a chance to go to his office in Latrobe. And if you ever have a chance, still there, from what I know, um, you ever have a chance to go see that. You, you, you need to go see that facility because you talk about royalty. You should see the royalty, he, the people he and his life that he met, he saw, and he had uh, he had time with it's unreal. You know, Jim. One of the pleasures <clears throat> you mentioned how the people that we've met playing this great game—it's ridiculous. I mean, everybody knows where I grew up and how I grew up, and the fact that I'm almost sixty years old and don't have to work for a living—it's all due to this great game. But I had an opportunity when Mr. Palmer came into town to receive the first annual Sam Usual Award. I wrote him a letter and asked if I could interview him. And, of course, he was gracious and said he could. And, Jimmy, looking at his bio and his list of accomplishments was staggering, man. I mean, all the folks that I get on my show, I talk about your resume. 42 USGA championships, five master's visits, Missouri State Hall of Fame, St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, all that. Arnold Palmer's was like nothing I'd ever seen before. No, yeah, it's 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 simply um, well, it, it's simply unbelievable. And, and let me tell you what he's done 
uh, I just I got to give you this one more story because this is this is really important to me too, in regards to what our game is. And um, so when I was captain for eleven uh, back then, the Palmer Cup was being played up at Stanwich up in Connecticut, and Jim Nance is a member there. And I got invited up as being a captain to go watch, you know, the the eight guys from the United States play against the eight guys from Europe, even though those eight guys from Europe probably going to college here. Um, so there's 16 guys there. And before, um, at, right after the opening ceremonies, Nance and Palmer get up on the stage and the, the, right in front of them. And Nance is getting ready. Mr. Palmer and, and Mr. Palmer says, Jim, hold, hold, hold on a second. And he says, the 16 guys, you guys down there right in front of me, I'm talking to you. You turn around, look at all those people back there, and there were family, and there were friends, and there was staff, and there was volunteers, and there was members. There was probably a couple hundred people back in the back of this tent. And uh, he said, gentlemen, he said, whatever you do in life, whether you become a professional golfer, or whether you become a doctor or insurance or whatever, whatever you do in your life, turn around. You see all those people back there? You need to thank those people, and you need to be very thankful in your life because it's, if it wasn't for those people back there, you wouldn't be here, and I wouldn't be up on this stage. You need to be remembering how all these things become possible. And so he always told me, and, and we had – conversations about it he said jim don't ever forget where you came from if you get wealthy or you get famous or whatever you do just keep grounded and don't forget where you came from and i've i've shared that with a lot of people and believe me you and i both know we won't mention i won't mention any names today but you and i both know a number of people who have forgotten where they came from and um you know, that's, that's something young men, young women, everybody needs to be uh, remembering about. You know, Jim, that's a perfect transition to your work with the Missouri Golf Foundation. Let's talk about this, this great organization that you helped found. Well, Jay, um, thank you for saying I helped found, but I, I got on the board a number of years ago for sure, but Paul Wunderlich and Gene Dan and Charlie Rollo, uh, and Dick Shapier, the guys that founded that, started it. Uh, Gene Dan was up in, I think, Wisconsin and happened to witness what some guys were doing to try to help uh, uh, inner-city youth and do it through the game of golf. Obviously, you know, First Tee has, has been a very successful organization. Uh, what these guys are trying to do is to make sure that the Missouri Golf Foundation, that um, – that we would make sure that the, the money that we were able to raise uh, was to try to make sure that these kids in the city um, or around St. Louis would have a chance to we get them a meal, but we teach them about the game of golf, which obviously, the, you know, is, is what the game teaches us, respect, humility, uh, integrity, um, you know, all those life skills that need to be taught um, we try to do that. We have a camp during the summer that we have down at the Highlands, and then we make sure that we feed the kids, and then we have a, a kind of a year-ending um, time, and uh, we we give some awards out, we give some clubs out, 
Uh, we try to give every every one of the participants um, a backpack or something that that they can use. And uh, unfortunately, because of COVID nineteen, we had to we're having to cancel our camp this year. But we tried to be a little bit proactive and uh, starting uh, starting last Monday. Um, Every week for the next six weeks, we're going we're gonna to probably give out 16,000 lunches to kids around the city who, you know, who it's hard to understand, but they don't have food to eat. So um, we're going to be able to do that. And we have, uh, we have some great people who help our uh, organization trying to, our money is, we don't have a lot of money, but my gosh, Gary Slay and his uh, group, um, they have helped us so much, and there have been so many other contributors uh, to try to help youth. And um, uh, Andrew Belsky, who's our executive director, he works, he's got a team where we get people from uh, his, he's a head golf coach at Webster University. He tries to get, uh, or he gets his team. They come out and help, and we see our young people helping young people it's just all good, and um, Dick Shaper and those guys, uh, Paul Warnerlich and Gene Dan and Charlie Rallo, I know are are uh, happy about it, and um, we're just trying to trying to do the right thing. Just, just trying to do the right thing. Well, Jim, thanks so much for your time. Uh, really appreciate you jumping on and staying on this long. These stories, I could just sit here and listen to them all the time, especially when we talk about the King Arnold Palmer. But thanks so much for for being on. Jay, I can't thank you. You've been a good friend, and I'm hoping we could see it sometime in the, in the near future. And I, I, um, I wish you all the very best. You're, you're doing you're doing a great thing for the game, and uh, I, as a golfer, am sincerely thankful for people like you who promote our game, and uh, we try to help people. So thank you, sir. Okay, that's going to do it for the back nine and the Jim Holcrieff interview. But don't go anywhere. John and I are going to talk about. The Ascension Charity Classic being canceled for this year. We'll talk about the whole Creve interview a little bit and a lot more. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Extraordinary effort deserves recognition. The management team at Marcone would like to say thank you to our over 500 employees and their families. Your dedication and commitment to our success has been so steadfast that we are experiencing another incredible year. At a time when many businesses are struggling, your performance has exceeded expectations. Every idea shared and every opportunity seized by you has led us to new heights. So, thank you. Marcone is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of General Electric Compliance Parts in North America. I want to thank Southeast General Manager Terry Jones and Dan Marino with Miami-based Flamingo Appliance Services for ensuring great service for Whirlpool products throughout Southern Florida. Thank you, everyone. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. When things come out of left field, having a game plan makes all the difference. Luckily, Farmers Insurance has been helping people cover their bases for more than 90 years, and they can help you too. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach today to see if you have the coverage you want for whatever curveballs may come your way. Call 314-398-0101. That's 314-398-0101. 
Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. For the last 48 years, Pro-Am Golf has been providing outstanding customer service to the greater St. Louis area for all of our golf needs. From top-of-the-line equipment to full-service club repair lessons and instructions. They now have their own retail outlet as well as state-of-the-art computers, cameras, and things to customize all of your personal club fitting needs. Pro-Am Golf carries all the major brands. They also have the latest fashion trends from Puma Golf. Whatever your needs, Pro-Am Golf will meet them and have the best customer service in the industry. Call us at 314-781-7775 or find us at ProAmGolfUSA.com. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsey. The 19th Hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. John Perlis is with me, and we are at the Ultra 19th Hole. Grab a cold Ultra. That sounds pretty damn good right Absolutely. about now. It always sounds good. Yeah. Um, all right, Perley. Jim Holcreef. I thought it was a good interview. You know, I've, I heard the name uh, years ago, obviously. Uh, heck of a player. Other than his... Awesome one iron. You said it was awesome too. Oh man, what was his game? What you guys didn't really talk, get oh, to man, too much. Oh man, he was long. He was, was he? long. And you know what? Griever is a uh, he's just a competitor, man. He's tough. He's just a tough as nails. You can sort tell of guy. that oh, by yeah. the way the guy yep. talks. So I got yep. one question for you. Yeah. What's the story about him beating you two down? Was that the state open? Oh, was that the man, state? That's what, what was that? Hey, Griever, you need to call me because <laughs> he, we were. Uh, I forget where we were. Not uh, probably a year or so ago. And he's like, "Yeah, I remember when I beat you two and two and one." And, and I said, "We never played." And he goes, "Yeah, we did. We played in the state am, and I beat you two and one." I'm like, "What year?" Well, I don't know. I can't remember. you. I go look it up. Look. I am, I'm not saying he wouldn't have beat me. I don't I don't want to. you're saying he didn't. I know he didn't. I <laughs> know he, he didn't, didn't play. I got, my, I got my ass kicked by a lot of people that are standing in that line. And, and I do remember every one of them, but he wasn't in that line. But that's yeah. the type of competitor you could tell just from the interview oh, yeah, that oh, this guy was. Oh, yeah, no he's doubt. just a grinder, oh, yeah. and he just walked right oh, over yeah. the top of you. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, I thought his story play with uh, Palmer at uh, the Masters was just, it, it, it got wonderful. me pumped listening yep. to it because yep. he is so respectful. He was so jacked up. And knocking it uphill with a one iron, two hundred eighty yards—that's pretty pumped up too. He just carries the banner for golf so well. Yeah, that's all there is to it, and he does it throughout his life, you know. Uh, and he's done it for a long time. I and, have to laugh too about the one iron. You and I were joking not too long ago about one irons. Remember when they were like the thing you had to have one? It was like a sixty degree wedge. Nobody did not have a one iron. You got a one iron now? <laughs> I don't got, even keep one in the house. You got so a, dangerous. You got a two iron? <laughs> uh, no. You got a three iron? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. Not for long. Yeah, I shouldn't. <laughs> Not for long. Yeah, well, um, yeah, so it was great of Jimmy to come on the show. All right, so we got to talk about the Ascension Charity Classic. Yeah. Such a damn bummer. I, I um, And I know, you know what, Pearl, you and I talk about this in our lives and some of the other discussions that we have of doing the right thing for the highest number of good. And that is definitely the right thing here. But damn, that sucks. I feel for you because you were part of it and that kind of stuff. But there's also had to be a lot of people that you probably know behind the scenes that were really putting some time, effort, and, of course, money in this thing to make it to make it go. This is a real kick in the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah, or lower. Yeah. It's a tough one. It is, um, you know, but here's here's another thought. Here's Ascension coming to the table, bringing all this money, doing it for North County, all for the right reasons, but they're a health care organization. They're hospitals, they, they can't possibly yeah. not. There's no way they could continue. It just doesn't make any sense yeah. for them. Not that, not that any sponsorship, you know, wouldn't be thinking of the the community and things like that, but these guys give away two billion dollars a year to folks that can't afford care, yeah. and um, you know they're not going to go and let get anybody sick on their watch, you know. And it's it's the right thing to do. Yeah, it, it's a bummer, but uh, one thing I want to make sure it doesn't go by the wayside. I still hope you got the uh, the, the grudge match oh, two point yeah, yeah, with yeah, uh, bummer yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. needs to right happen yeah. let's get a date on that and, and, and yep. we'll start advertising that yep. in 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 place of the ascension for christ's sake absolutely crying out loud to, uh, for whatever <laughs> yeah that's uh, very good um yeah so the, the the other cool thing that speaks about who ascension is is we don't lose a year in the commitment. They put one on the back end of this thing. Nice. So 21 is the inaugural year. It goes 21, 22, 23, So I'm still kidding for the next four or five years. Oh, no, I don't know. I They said, listen, Delsing, you're like a rash. <laughs> we'll let you in the first year. Are you going to get it next year, though, or did you just lose your year? Oh, I hope I did. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to bring that up. You didn't even think about that, no, did you? No, I didn't. Holy. Oh, man. I can I, tell by the look on your face. Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. It. Let me make a phone call. <laughs> yeah, no, um... No, I, I think I'll be. I'll think I'll be fine. I think I'll be fine. But um, you don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask that question. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. Well, let's do it this way. Let's just assume, yeah. and I'll be there, and yeah. we're going to be there, yeah. and we'll just start walking and around. If they don't, we'll just irritate everybody. Like, please let us play. <laughs> please. Um, all right, I, I've got to ask you one other thing. We talked about the PGA Championship at the uh, beginning of the show. How is it that they can say? Because we said a lot of great things, and it was a terrific tournament. Bryson DeChambeau and Cameron Champ were so fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Bryson DeChambeau hits the ball like his hair is on fire. Like he's absolutely grunting every ounce of energy out of him to hit these monster smashes, right? Cameron Champ looks like he's in a rocking chair and And hits the thing. And I'm just going to tell you, Cameron Champ is longer than DeChambeau. You know, if you remember back to show four or something. When I was yep. picking yep. Cameron Champ for like ever, everything, just because yeah. he's just, he, yeah. I just like the young yeah, guy. I, I just like I, him. I, I, but I'm you're right, fan. Jay. He's back there. Oh, okay, Cameron Champ, uh, one seventy nine, gonna hit a little nine iron, and it looked like a little nine iron, and it got Jimmy there. Jimmy, it, yeah. Okay. You and I played the last couple a couple days ago, yeah. and twice I said, "Look at this par four, and it was three eighty six yeah. or something like that, but a little bit of dog. Like I said. Yeah. I said, these guys are driving it, and you on and I, you, well, I'm a pounding driver. I've still got an eight iron left. You're hitting a wedge or something. They're, they're knocking it on these greens. My brain no. doesn't even go there. No. Maybe that's the problem. No, that is. That's one that's, of the problems. That's, that's, that my body doesn't go there yeah, either. Right, right. Uh, it's, oh, it's brutal. But So let me ask you this. So Susie Whaley 
I was the president of the PGA of America, um, <laughs> says the winner of the strongest field in golf. Come on. Yeah, I don't like to understand Come that because everybody knows it's not. Come on. How many spots did they give up to the PGA? 20. Okay, so. Guess how many of the 20? And listen, you know, no they don't need to say that. They to, don't need they to say don't. anything. It's so wrong. It's, it's, look, the, the fact that the club pros get to play in this. That's great. It's wonderful. It's great. And I totally support it. And, all, and by the way, all the tour play, players love it because they know they're going to beat all those guys even if they have a bad week. Tw- uh, 20, 20 got in the field and 20 missed the cut. Uh-huh. Okay. But don't and 20 say it's, in the field, normally 19 or 18 missed the cut. Yeah, they haven't had one make the cut in, I think, the last four years okay, or something so like there that. You but go. no, but. But they, it's okay. It, 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 right. That's not the point. But don't say that. Yeah. When she said that, oh, it just made man. me. Because yep. I listen, I, you know, she's done a lot of fantastic yep. things, yep. and she knows that's yep. not the case. So I, I thought, I, I don't it's get why she went It's just disingenuous. Yeah. It's just like, why, why say it? It's yep. like, you know what? No. Well, it's just like the Masters isn't the strongest. No. No, look, Kepka, who's had his foot inserted in his mouth by the way he played and some of the dumb things that he said, is right, though, in my opinion, where he says the majors are the easiest events to win because the fields are the weakest. In the U.S. Open and in the uh, Open Championship, they're they're true opens. People are qualifying. So half of those fields are are filled through qualifications. And you get guys that don't play the tour and have no chance of winning the event get in there. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I just had to say that. I, I no, I think you, I think that's good. I think that's something that most people aren't going to necessarily plug into. I think that was a heck of a good point. Yeah. Uh, Meek, give him a gold star on that one. I think that was a good one. Is my mic on, Meek? <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, I thought it was a great tournament. I yeah. thought uh, Morikawa was just the drive that he hit on. I told you today the drive that he hit on sixteen. I don't know if I've hit a putt that straight. It was absolutely amazing, and all he had to do is hit it, or else the drive may have gone in. We we talk about it uh, on a couple of times, but you and I both love the quote drivable par fours, and the things the guys do. I don't know if you saw earlier in the day, and if it was sixteen or one of the other par fours, Bubba went like the whole other way around the trees. He went like the other way around the forest. Yes, and this thing came down. And the, the announcers are all but laughing, going like, "Well." I'm not sure how it got around all those trees, but it came down like a wedge because these guys couldn't get hardly get wedges close to the hole, especially because the shorter hole and they're hitting like three quarter stuff. And and Bubba hits this screwball over over and around everything, and it comes down like a butterfly. Pearl, I got Bubba at the open at Oakmont. We get to number eight, 313 yards. I'm inside the ropes. You know how we are. Yeah, I remember about 120 <laughs> yards off the tee, and Bubba pulls out the pink shafted driver, and this ball is headed right at my head. And it starts low, and it starts rising up. By the time it gets to me, it's 20 feet over my head. It's curving 25 to 30 yards from right to left. Just What trickles. ball is he using? Is he right using something that, that moves he, more? He, or he's, is it? You, no, he's using the Titleist now. But do you remember last last year or the year before that, he used the Volvic? Oh, yeah, that was a bad decision. That was bad not a good decision. decision. Yep. The coin got him. Someday we're going to talk about that. I can remember you calling me with golf ball saying, hey, yep. Tour Edition is going to give me this, or this company is going to give me this. We're gonna. We need to. We need to have a, a part Spalding. of a show. Yep. Part of a show on that one. Yep. Because I yep. was busting your chops, and then you're. Yeah. Whatever. That's yep. why the show is. It's always a good show when we can pick on you a little bit. Yeah, I just love that. Um, well, man, that's gonna wrap up another show. You know, before we sign off, I want to say thank you to Bob and Kathy Donahue for supporting the show, folks. You need anything done to your home, call Bob and Kathy at three one four eight zero five two one three two, and they will hook you up. Um, probably thanks for being with me. Glad to be here, Jay. Meet. Thanks for doing what you do, and we appreciate it. This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
Hit them straight, St. Louis. That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.